Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the A to Z podcast. My name is Dustin, and I work with Dean Zierfoss to produce A to Z. Before this episode starts, I just want to mention that the series started on YouTube, and as such, some parts, mostly the housekeeping at the end of each episode, won't really make sense in the podcast format. So when you hear Dean Z say that you can leave your questions in the comments below, that's because originally this was a YouTube video. If you do have questions, we'd still love to hear them. Just email DeanZ at law.jd.admissions at umich.edu and put A to Z podcast in the subject line. Other than that, most of the video content translates really well to a podcast. So thanks for joining us on this new format. We hope you enjoy it. If you'd like, you can still watch the original A to Z videos on YouTube by going to law.umich.edu slash A to Z vlog. You can also visit the A to Z blog, which has additional written content and more information about Michigan law. That website is experience.law.umich.edu slash A to Z. And finally, if you enjoy the podcast and find it helpful, please let us know by subscribing and leaving a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Thanks again for listening. And now, without further ado, is the A to Z podcast. Hey, everybody. Dean Zierfoss speaking to you from my basement. Today's topic, one secret to a successful personal statement is finding and using your authentic voice. It is critical. Let's dive in. You may recall, maybe you don't because you didn't watch it or because it was not that captivating. But in my intro to this series, I used the phrase, if the mountain won't come to Muhammad, Muhammad has to go to the mountain. I learned that phrase uh, when I was like eight or nine, reading Judy Bloom's immortal classic, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. It really stuck with me. I think because I understand the basic idea, or I understood the basic idea of the phrase. Um, if if you can't get the, if, if the thing isn't coming to you, you got to go to the thing. It seems pretty obvious. But I didn't understand the reference. I didn't know who Muhammad was. And, uh, you know, it, it was sort of like a, a little mystery that was lodged in my brain forever. And when I was thinking about this series, I wanted to use that phrase. And I realized I still don't know the reference. So I looked it up. I was a little worried about using it until I had looked it up because I thought it could be something offensive or I could have completely misconstrued the meaning or any one of a number of other potential problems. I won't ruin it for you. You can Google it yourself, but it turns out it is a perfectly acceptable reference. And so I trotted it out. Now, all the time in personal statements, we see people using phrases like this without knowing what they mean and making mistakes. Mine was okay, but sometimes people are using phrases that are not okay. One great example of this is people love to quote Robert Frost, uh, his poem, Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening. No, not that one, sorry. They love to quote, The Road Less Traveled. And it turns out the way people use it is actually exactly 180 degrees opposite of what was meant by the phrase. Again, I'm gonna let you look that up, but it really tells you something when someone is using it and you know they don't know what it means. Or I guess it doesn't tell you something is really 
a problem here because it's a personal statement. And what we want to know is who is this person? And if we realize that they are using phrases that they don't understand, we realize that we don't really know who we're reading about, who we're talking to, if you will. Now, I want to confess something. I am a sinner in this regard with my own personal statement. I somehow along the line uh, read a quote by a judge named Learned Hand. And I used the quote in my personal statement. I no longer remember what the quote is, but I remember with a deep sense of shame and mortification that I was quoting this guy who's entire, I just read this one quote out of context. I'd never read anything else that Learned Hand had ever written. I really had no idea who he was. And I think I just really loved the sound of his name and figured that would make me sound as smart as his name made him sound. Um, by the way, fun fact, his actual first name was Billings and Learned is his middle name. So I like to think that he used Billings when he was in private practice prior to becoming a judge. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, so I used this quote and it, I am sure it was very distracting for the people reading my personal statement in the University of Michigan Law School admissions office at the time. Happily, they looked past, past my stupidity of using that, but, um, and admit me anyway. But, you know, like I say, we're trying to figure out who you are and I was showing off. Showing off is not really showing you who I am or maybe it's not showing you like the best part of me. Another problem, similar problem that we see is people using words that they clearly aren't really comfortable with. They just jump out at you because there's maybe like a slightly, um, slight misalignment between proper usage and the way someone's using it. It's like they have written their entire personal statement with a thesaurus by their elbow. True confession. Also kind of made that mistake myself. Uh, so if you've never, here's a good rule of thumb. If you have never used a word out loud in your life, probably don't put it in your personal statement. Nothing wrong with the sources as a general rule, but don't let them lead you astray into language that you're not comfortable with. So you got to be careful. If, you're, if you want to use language, if you want to use quotes, if you want to use references, you need to be looking them up because it is so obvious uh, if, you're, if you're just branching out into something that you've is not really true to you. And, and it makes it so much less compelling as a reader. Use your voice, find your voice and feel comfortable with your voice. I think that's all I got to say on that subject. Let's talk about grammar. And I'm going to, I feel like this is, this, this is really word usage, not grammar, but, um, it's a, it's a similar theme. A lot of people who are big readers, which are a lot of people applying to law school, um, learn words through reading that they never say out loud. And then sometimes they say them out loud and they're mispronouncing them. And there's something so embarrassing about mispronouncing a word. I have no idea why that is, but I personally hate it. Anyway, turns out the word F-O-R-T-E, meaning like your long suit, as in my forte is writing personal statements. Everybody says forte, and that is not the pronunciation. The pronunciation is fort because the origin of the word is Fort, like the building, meaning strength, and not forte, like Italian for loud in music. So now that you know that, you have two choices. One is just never use that word again. The other is explaining to people every time you use it. I know you think I'm mispronouncing this word, but actually it's 
you that is mispronouncing it. And that makes you pretty tiresome. So I've gone the first route. I basically have completely excised that word from my vocabulary. But you have to make your own choices. I hope you make the right one. All right. Thank you for listening today. Would love to hear your feedback, suggestions, questions. Please enter them in the comments below or send us an email to law.jd.admissions at umich.edu and put vlog in the comment line. If you liked your content here today, please check out my blog. There's a link below. I've got a lot of content on uh, ways you can make mistakes in your personal statements. And finally, my sincerest thanks to Dustin Johnston, who makes this whole thing possible. Wherever you go, go blue.